0: Welcome to Coaching Culture, the podcast where we discuss how we can use sports and not let them use us. I'm J.P. Nervin, the founder of Thrive On Challenge, and the mission for this podcast is to connect leaders in athletics to help us create a transformational culture by building leadership and character. Now let's get started. All right, welcome to episode 32, Applying the Book Mindset by Carol Dweck. So this is a continuation of something I've been doing in the podcast, which in episode 18, I talked about the book Essentialism, and in episodes 20 through 22, I talked about the book Drive by Daniel Pink, and I've been trying to take the principles uh, from my five favorite books of 2017 and apply them uh, to coaching and to building a culture. So um, you've probably heard about the book Mindset um, by Carol Dweck. Maybe you've read it. Um, If you haven't heard about it, um, go into YouTube, type in uh, Train Ugly Mindset, Um, and Trevor Reagan has a great video. It's about five or six minutes, just kind of breaking it down and talking about growth mindset versus fixed mindset, Um, Dweck's theories on those, her research behind that, and it's very popular research, and it's been discussed and talked about extensively, so I don't really want this podcast to be overdoing um, and just bringing up things that we've already heard before. Um, I just kind of want to focus on the five key principles that I took from the book and some kind of unique ways to apply them. And the first principle uh, that Dweck shares is that essentially your your basic qualities and nearly any skill are things that you can cultivate through your efforts. And we talked a little bit about this on the podcast with Trevor Reagan um, recently. What ways that we can do this and to kind of help kids to buy into that idea that they can develop almost anything and develop any skill and their character is to kind of first read and kind of tell stories of, of, of people's hard work and perseverance. Share stories of yourself coming overcoming difficulties, but also share stories of athletes, uh, people in business, um, just people in life in general that have overcome obstacles. And Dweck's research has shown that sharing those type of stories actually helps to promote that, that growth mindset that we want to see in our players. But the other thing that we can do to apply that principle, the principle that your basic qualities and skills, um, nearly all of them can be developed um, through effort, um, is is to make sure we're using the proper language. And we need to avoid labels such as gifted or natural or athletic. Use words like skilled. That that sends a message that um, the skills, especially the skills that are the most meaningful, are developed through effort and hard work. The second important principle from the book uh, is that failure is an action and not an identity. And Trevor and I spoke about this on my most recent podcast, where we both, as, as athletes in high school, really started to see failure as as fatal for us, and um, we had caught up so much of our identity and our achievement and how dangerous that was. And so, as a coach, how do we help players to see that failure is just an action, not an identity? And that really starts with our behavior and how our response to mistakes. When they make mistakes, um, when they fail in uh, a game, when we lose, how do we respond? How do we respond to losing any mistakes? How do we even respond to failure to give a great effort? Some days kids will come in and they won't give a great effort. And I often hear coaches, and I've said it before myself, I don't care if you make mistakes just as long as you're trying hard. Well, effort, uh, work ethic, that's an area that can grow as well. Um, And so we need to take that into consideration. And just because a kid comes in and doesn't work hard uh, one day doesn't mean he's not a hard worker. People that have great work ethics, some days don't work hard. We all have our bad days. We all make mistakes. We all let up. A player failing to work hard is not a justification for losing our cool or berating them, ever. Now I'm not suggesting that we ignore a lack of effort but I'm suggest, what I'm suggesting is that we take into consideration that this skill, this quality of, of a great work ethic can be developed just like any other quality. The third really important principle is that mistakes and failure are opportunities to learn and grow. So how can we reinforce this? Well, I think one really um, cool thing we can learn from the, mil- the military, the US military, is the after action review. And I know Navy SEALs do this as well as other branches in the military. But immediately following any mission, success, failure, no matter what happens, um, the team circles up and they take off their helmets and they take a seat or a knee. And, and this, is, this, this circling up and taking off their helmets um, is kind of a, a sign of that there's no rank during these meetings. Everyone's on the same level. And they answer three questions. What happened? Why did it happen? And what do we need to do? And sometimes these after-action reviews can be intense conversations and hard to swallow some of the feedback. But they get straight to it. And it's not about judgment. It's just about acknowledging what happened and why it happened and how they can fix it. Or if something went well, uh, how they can sustain that success. And so I think we can use the after-action review within our context as coaches. At, immediately after games, at times, even during potential timeouts depending on what our sport is, just gathering the players together and asking those three questions. What happened, why did it happen, and what do we need to do to fix it or to sustain that success? This is incredibly more impactful than gathering the team together, having them sit down, us standing up, looming over them and telling them everything they did wrong um, or even they did right and then telling them what they needed to fix it. When this gives them ownership over the process, It helps to foster that growth mindset and move forward to what's next. The fourth principle is to value achievement through effort. To value achievement through effort. And we really have to avoid letting the naturalness bias affect our decision making. We know this, that just because a player has a lot of ability or a lot of potential, if he doesn't have the work ethic to match up with it, not only is he not gonna go as far as the person with a greater work ethic, but he's not gonna typically be as enjoyable to coach. And so we need to reinforce this principle and live out this principle in the way that we select our team. We need to be choosing high character over high ability and potential. And I think one way we could do this is during a selection process, um, during a tryout, during a recruitment process is to use the online growth mindset test um, or the grit test. Um, Just type in growth mindset test into Google. I really like the grit test. uh, Just type in grit test into Google and it'll pull up there. There are a lot of different character tests out there. So I think we really need to be intentional about assessing not just ability but also character. And the last principle I took from the book is that we need to praise effort because that promotes a growth mindset. And we need to avoid praising ability or achievement because that promotes a fixed mindset. Now this is really challenging because um, I'm a passionate person and I want to celebrate. I want to celebrate the big wins. I want to celebrate those moments when a guy makes the all-star team. Um, I want to celebrate those type of things. And I want to be excited about that. And for the longest time, I felt like that this principle was telling me that I couldn't And I've always admired the principle too of like where John Wooden said that, you know, when he walked off the court, he didn't want people to know whether he won or lost. And I still try to emulate that principle. But I still think that there's times when you walk in that locker room and they've had this big win or they've overcome this great obstacle um, that, that we can celebrate. We can celebrate those achievements. But then we need to focus on praising them for their effort we need to tell them we're proud of them not for what they achieved but for their persistence their resilience their hard work and that's how we promote the growth mindset so the real you know one of the big principles here i think is that yes we need to praise effort but we still can celebrate achievement and that's it for this week's podcast please Uh, Help me grow the podcast by sharing with a friend. And check out my new podcast, actually. It's called Culture Builders. Culture Builders. And they're just two-minute episodes daily, Monday through Friday. Just little tools for you as a coach to help build your culture. Also, you can go to thriveonchallenge.com to subscribe to my newsletter. Thanks for listening. I appreciate the support.